God's people on today's show, we hear from Curtis Gilmore as he shares his inspiring story about being a young basketball player growing up in Detroit, Michigan, only to have his life pivot due to a tragic incident. But that did not stop him and it shouldn't stop you. This is To Whom It May Inspire, the show where I release a new song, new music from J. Will Music. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. Inspiration, now in session. Inspire God's people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose, to whom it may inspire. Yo, I just dropped a new project this week, man, and I'm super, super excited, excited. It's called To Whom It May Inspire, and I named it that because I understand that my music and my message to inspire God's people is not for everyone. And I want to give people a choice. Like the, the first song on my last project was called Let Me Inspire You. I was setting the tone with that project, Inspire God's People, Let Me Inspire You. I ended that project with the Christian lifestyle. And now I'm coming with To Whom It May Inspire. Y'all got to understand the message and the storyline of my music from album to album is all connected. But look, man, check out To Whom It May Inspire by searching J. Will Music on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to music, Google Music, Google Play, whatever. J. Will Music is one word, J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C. Please add me to your playlist and let me know what you think, man. Give it ratings and reviews or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Show some love. Check out my music and share it with somebody. I'm going to play a little bit of a song, and then we're going to get right into this crazy, incredible like inspiring video, this, I mean, not video, interview with Curtis Gilmore. This is really going to inspire you. But this song I'm about to play, just a little clip for y'all. It's called Good Enough from my new project entitled To Whom It May Inspire. <laughs> Ain't a soul on earth above that But we're forgiven because he is risen And it's good enough Thank you, Lord I fell so many times I'm afraid to fail again What if I let you down As soon as you let me in If I'm just not good enough When you see me for who I am What if I'm just not good enough 
the chance There's beauty in your flaws What's the value of a Mona Lisa If you can't hang it up and put it on the wall Display your art for the world to see Let them criticize openly Sticks and stones may break your bones But a word from God to make you strong If you strong, that means you are weak Christ to the rescue in the time of need His strength made perfect, good enough for me I know you good enough to know you're good enough Jesus died on the cross, that was good enough If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart That he raised from the dead, then that's good enough We all have to deal with temptations Ain't a soul on earth above that But we're forgiven because he is risen And it's good enough You just heard a little bit of good enough from J. Will Music on the To Whom It May Inspire project. We got a music video coming for that one. My wife shot it and I edited it. Yes, I actually directed her while I was rapping. But let's get into this interview with Curtis Gilmore. Let's pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Hey, 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 what up, man? Welcome to Inspire Guys People, the podcast, bro. It's uh, exciting to have yeah, you, man. Yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm, 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 man, all is well, all is good. I'm, I'm thankful to be here, you know, just being able to uh, communicate with you right now. It's, it's, it's a, it's a uh, plus for me. So, like I said, I'm just thankful above anything else, man. But everything is good today. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm great. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, it's been a busy busy few months during this pandemic and all that stuff, but I'm definitely making the best right. of it, bro. I ain't, you know, I ain't let myself get down and out regardless of what's going on. So, um, man, let's, let's let the people, you know, I like to give people an idea of, um, how I know the guests. If I know the guests, sometimes we have people right. I know, sometimes we don't, but you and I, we, we go back, man. So let, let me, let me test yeah. you and see if you know, <laughs> like, wh when did we meet? What's the earliest we know each other from? Man, I know Oakland for sure, but you, it, then it was in high school, though. You know what I mean? I know you, uh, you, hung, you was, you was, you and Kelly hung around tough. You know Kelly Williams yep, and everything. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Kelly, man. I, I, I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen him. Uh, last, I, last I even heard about him, he had. I think this was before I even got on Facebook, so that was years ago. Oh, maybe man. around when I first got on there, he had a picture of when we was at Oakland together. We had, a, we was at a basketball. It was for basketball. I think we had a game out of town, out of state somewhere. And he just, uh, it was me and Courtney Williams on there. Now he was asking, "Who is these two young fellas?" It was a nice, it was a nice. Oh, man, back, yeah, I just texted Kel this week. We just talked this week, man. Um, he doing good, That's man. He's still hooping. <laughs> he That's, man, I know he was still in the, he was in the Philippines. At yeah, the start. I, he had still... a good, he had a good career. I would love to talk to Kelly, man. I haven't talked to him. It's been a, it's been a minute, man. Shout out to yeah. Kelly, man. You yeah, know, I try to get y'all connected. Yeah, yeah, King Crusader, you know, Hoop Squad and uh, Open <laughs> yeah. Basketball Hoop Squad as well, man. We do go way back, man, you know? Yeah. Now, now let me ask you this. Like, what neighborhood did you grow up in? I grew up on uh, Seven Mile of Syracuse over there by Persian. But then, I, uh, you know, after high school, I was living on the west side. But above anything, I was over there, you know, seven, oh, in the Persian neighborhood. That was my neighborhood school. So, I'm so like, you know, a lot of friends. So that's what you don't realize. That's where we know each other from. Hold on, bro. What street you was on? I grew up on Lamont, bro. Here's the thing. I'm a little what? older than you. That's what you. That's yeah, why I tested yeah. you. I used to be hooping yo, at yo, the park dude. on Syracuse. Um, I was. Here we go. <laughs> I was always on Gable. My best friend growing yeah, up, uh, Money lived on Gable. Talk. 
man. See, this this is crazy, man. Dang, man. You know, it, it's just such a small world, man. But I yeah. do remember. I definitely remember you hooping, just hooping. Period. You know what I'm saying? You had yeah. game and everything. Yeah, and, uh, man. Yeah, because I, I was, you know, you was a couple years older than me or anything. So, you know, we might not have been in the same circles, but definitely yeah. in the same environment. That's what's up, man. I did not know that, man. Yeah, we That's knew crazy. it. Like, so what was funny? Like when you came to King, it was like, yeah. oh, I know him. Like. And so, right. you know, when you were a little older watching people growing up hooping, I always knew you from right. just the neighborhood and hooping and stuff. And then when yeah. I saw you at King, I'm like, oh, he like he nicer. And when you yeah. got to Oakland, you know, because now we grown, yeah. we got to college, you right, had some right. nice height on you, you had some ups, you were strong. I was like, yo, yeah. my man grew up to be kind of cold. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, like yeah, I, I've had the opportunity to watch you from afar a long time, man. It's definitely a small world and just like to see how we – you know how you could be connected to, to someone and not really know them, but be around them and see right. them. So um, definitely good to have you here, man. So let's let's now, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn it over to you to talk a little bit about, you know, tell the people, you know, who you are, like, you know, whatever you want to share about your life as early as you want to go back and just, you know, definitely talk about that, you know, whatever part basketball and sports played. Right. But, you know, right. tell us who you are, who you were growing up, bro. All right, yeah, yeah, I will go right into that, man. But it's just, like I said, it's, I'm I'm just honored, man, just for this even conversation right here, man. Yeah. Because you a great guy, man. You you like I said, we we go, we went way back further than what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's I, I I'm 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 uh, I'm excited about that, man. That that's a uh, that's something new to me, man. I like <laughs> it's you dope. know. But that that's just a great feeling though, man. But uh, we go right into it, man. But like I said, a lot of people know me from basketball. You know, just the conversation we had because that was my life growing up. Uh, in the city of Detroit, man, you know, and it really, it kept me out of trouble. It ca it really kept me out of trouble. A lot of guys I came up with, it kept me out of trouble. Cause like I said, I grew up in a neighborhood over there by Persian. That was kind of a tough neighborhood for the most part. But with me playing basketball and everything, it kept me away from, you know, guys selling drugs and that kind of stuff. And just doing that, you know, chasing girls and all that kind of stuff. I stayed busy with basketball. I was, I was blessed to be able to, uh, like I started my basketball, I would say career because I was just traveling like since I was 12 years old. Uh, I was affiliated with this basketball program called the St. Gregory All Stars. Uh, it was pretty much, um, it was a league I was in. My first time playing uh, organized basketball, EBL Elementary Basketball League. I was playing over at uh, Atkinson Elementary School, and then, uh, yeah, man, that's, and I went to Atkinson. Oh my, that's crazy. Yeah. man, we brothers. Yeah, I went to Atkinson, bro. I, I ended up going to see. I went to Atkinson. I actually lived on the same street as Atkinson, seven houses down. You could, see, I could yeah. see my house from the classroom. Um, Miss Woods, crazy. and then um, I Ms. actually, Woods. I remember Miss Woods. Yeah, she was crazy. I went, I went out of the neighborhood for middle school. I went to Barber. Uh -huh. Okay, Barber, Barber, good school, man. I, I like a lot of friends that went there. I always kind of like wish I kind of would have went to Barber. I don't know for whatever reason, because uh, a lot of my friends went there and everything. I know it was a nice school. Wait, did you go to Farwell or something? And, uh, yeah, I went to Farwell. Yep, I can say uh, Farwell. Then I didn't go to Persian, but my mom uh, worked. She was a secretary over there for years. Oh, yeah, but, my uh, brother yeah, Jarrell went to Farwell. Okay, what's, what's Jarrell? Let me see. Jarrell, Jarrell. Uh, Jarrell James, he played drums now. Uh -huh. Bro, did not know that was your brother. That's my little brother, man. So you the old, you the older... So you got another little brother too, right? Yeah, yeah. I got I got a few more little brothers, but yeah, it was Jarrell Damn, is the one boy. right under me. Yeah, well, this is crazy, man. And we learned it through this, this man. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, Jarrell, yeah. It's like I said, because as soon as you said Jarrell, I'm like, yo, because you was the older brother. You kind of was doing, you was older than us. You was doing yeah. the old thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, who was that? 
Brandon Pringle used to stay on y'all block, Yeah, right? bro. Brandon lived Eric, down the street from Eric, me. Eric, Eric and Brandon. Yeah, shout out to them too, man. Brandon Pringle. Yeah. Pringle man. That's my guy. He played at Atkinson with me, uh, I think, in fifth, fifth and sixth grade, a matter of fact. And, uh, but yeah, that, now that's crazy because I, I think I spent the night with Brandon House. Maybe that's times crazy. Right he lived there. like five houses down from me, bro. Yeah, because that's when you said you can see Agassiz from across the street. You, yep. was, uh, you, 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 you literally right. Because I was about to ask you what street it was. Man, that's that's crazy, man. But that's <laughs> yeah. that's 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 where the roots go back to, right there, Agassiz, man. That kind of uh, gave me the opportunity to play on an organized basketball team. Because before then, I was just playing, going to the gym with my dad and everything. But that's when I started learning, learning how to play, and learning that I was uh, a little good and everything. Because I grew up on Syracuse, on uh, some of Syracuse. And there was a court right there. And as soon as I yep. moved over there to that neighborhood, it was just basketball, 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 man. And uh, then Atkinson, you know, started going in and everything. And like I said, the game that I remember they had to try it. I remember that day. It was just that, that was the principal pressing on trial slips and everybody had to get up signed by their parents and stuff. And uh, that was just a great, great time. And I ended up making a team. And I was, you know, was one of the lead scorers on the team, I should say. Uh, and uh, so after that, after that elementary season stuff uh, got over with, um, it was a coach, Duran Shepard. Shout out to Duran Shepard, man. He a legend uh, in Michigan, Detroit, or a local basketball around here. But uh, he had organized the basketball team, and all the all the all the best players on each team in the elementary basketball league. He he put them on one team, and we was called the same. We started off as the All Stars, then changed to the St. Gregory All Stars, and and that was just that was the setup right there. And we just start, you know, traveling, traveling. First, you know, just start traveling out of the city. A lot of us. Never even left the east side or the west side, so we Man. just start traveling. Uh, yeah, going, you know, just going to Ohio and stuff. That was big to us at like 12 years old and stuff like that. Then we start going to Florida, start going to California and everything, and we start, you know, getting older and start getting better and everything. And uh, you know, the skills transition to you know the maturity and everything, and we continue to uh, you know, just like I said, traveling and everything. Then we all, you know, went to high schools and stuff. We all went to different high schools. We were saying we was gonna go to the same high school, but it probably wouldn't have worked out. We all. Had too yeah. many egos and there's too many stars. Sometimes you gotta, you know, just lead a nest, I should say, man. But uh, but uh, yeah, it was that was that's that was the start of it. Just like I said, everybody started knowing me through basketball and everything, and I had the opportunity to uh, meet with Coach Benny White over there, at King. Uh, you know, the best man I ever met. You know, he he's really big in my in my my situation, my past, my future, and everything. That's my guy right there. That's uh, dope. Coach White, I just talked to him yesterday. Matter of fact, he was checking up on me. Uh, That's but, uh, crazy. Tell him I yeah, said what yeah, up Coach next White. time you talk to him. Yeah, man. I, I, I definitely will. Coach White is that guy, man. He's that guy. He uh, he incorporated a lot of things into my, into me in my everyday life and everything. I was that was a great connection because uh, it was like late notice. I don't know what high school I was gonna go to, but towards you know eighth grade and everything, uh, we start like almost like everybody on the organization, we was kind of getting recruited. It was all, almost like college, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just going through that situation and comparing it to it was like, uh, you know, like college, you know, just high schools everywhere. You know, we I was always going to go to Country Day, Country Day High School, which is a great, uh, great program. Yeah. Whatever. Me and my one of my, my best friends, Carlos English, uh, he went to uh, Atkinson. Yeah, Lowe's, and he, he was, um, yeah, Lowe's. He was a, a Globetrotter for a minute. Yeah, man, that's yeah. my brother, man. We spent out of each other's houses and everything. And it's so crazy because he used to live on Mount. That was a two couple streets over. But I was talking to his mom on Facebook. Uh, I still remember their address, man. That's crazy. I don't know how, but I do. <laughs> so I, you know, that just showed I had a great childhood when you got memories like that, man. Yeah, Los, and, Los uh, was dope, man. He was another. He was cold, bro. He was. I've been yeah, watching yeah, him he, hoop yeah, since he was, he was like, a kid. Right, right. Yeah, see, we all came up in that neighborhood and everything, man. Los had those skills, but he had like skill skills before, like 
Like I was just, you know, running around, able to, you know, just doing what I did. But my skills didn't come until later. But Los, he had the skills, like, you know, at a young age. Because it's his family, the Madisons and the English, they come from a basketball family, yeah. man. All them play ball, man. All them play ball. Uh, they're, they're my peoples, though, definitely, man. But, uh, yeah, it started like that. You know, then I went to high school. Like I said, I wasn't – I didn't know what high school I was going to go to. I knew it wasn't going to be Persian. But, uh. I don't know. It was kind of like in the, in that summer, Coach White. I don't know. I don't, to this day, I don't even know how me and him was connected. But he ended up calling me, and uh, he wanted to give me a king. And I was like, okay, I go for this. You know, not knowing how the basketball powerhouse king was. You know, I yeah. didn't really. You know, back then we didn't really know it was. It was like the buzz. It wasn't like it is now. Now you got social right. media, you got YouTube, and all that stuff. Same thing. It was thing. Just like okay, king. Right. It was like you know, King one of the good schools, and I heard how you know good of a coach and person Coach White was. And as soon as I met him, I'm like, this guy, he's he's different, man. You know, and I just went along with the ride. He got me in there, and uh, he started me off in MSAT. You know, King, if people don't know, King is split up in three <laughs> different programs at that time. Oh, yeah. CPLA, CIRC, and MSAT. And MSAT and CIRC is the more, uh, you know, listen, more serious. Uh, listen, bro, I started off math, science, and applied technology. I was right, in, right, I was in right. MSAT in ninth grade, and by 10th grade, I had to make that switch to CPLA. <laughs> Man, who you telling, <laughs> Make man? Make the switch, me you bro. Yeah, me and you both, Jay Will, man. That's what it was. Cause I was, uh, he got me in there, right? I'm working out with the team and everything. I'm ninth grade, and you know, I, 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 I can play. You know what I mean? But then I see these guys. I'm like, you know, when you, when you introduce into that high school level, it's like, okay, then it's the PSL, Detroit yeah. PSL. You know, the best basketball league in the, in the, in the country. One of the best ones in the country by far. Yeah. Every, uh, every basketball analyst will tell you that it's just competitive in the, uh. When you playing PSL basketball, and I'm, you know, I'm in there. I see, I see Kelly. I see uh, JT James Steers. I see Mike Cam. I see Chuck Bailey. I see Derek Cahoon. I see Spider. Yeah. I see, you know, it's like, man, these guys, man, like what? Then I'm, you know, I'm reading a little basketball high school magazine, another press spotlight, and I'm seeing the names, and it's like, it was like intriguing back then because when you reading about these guys, and King had one of the best teams in the state, top five in the state at that time. You know that uh, is at 2000. Like I say, you see the yep. people I name. Everybody went. Everybody went Division One, you know. And I'm seeing these guys, and I'm reading about them. I'm like, okay, you know. And it's like, okay, I'm, I'm with a good program, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to go. And I was just learning a lot from them guys, and just, just basketball wise, and just learning, you know, learning from Coach White, and just working out, working out. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I was ineligible, man. And I'm like, wow. through middle school, I mean, I'm 3.0, 3.5. It's like, I'm like trying to keep up with this basketball yeah. team, working out with them. Then I'm in this, and I'm in ninth grade. You know, when you're a freshman, man, you know it's it's different, man. You 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 kind of still nervous about things and everything. Then you in this program, don't really know the work, not really asking about it. And you know and what, too, like when you from where we from, and that's an interesting right. thing that we have that in common. Like when you from where we from, people who not right. from Detroit don't understand. Uh -huh. King is downtown, so you got King and Cass right. as the schools downtown, two of the top yep. schools in the city. And what happens yep. is, for the first time in our lives, we go into what is almost like a college experience where you have exactly. kids from all around the city coming in right, and everything right, is competitive. Right. The sports, the academics, like it's intimidating when you first get there, man. Like exactly, for man. me, just catching the bus was crazy because, you know, exactly. I ain't have to catch the bus like that. I'm like, man, I'm from Seven Mile. Like I'm way downtown. Yeah. I ain't even really know about King until I got there. And the football program was crazy. So it was just almost like a a college prep type vibe that you get from a King or a Cass downtown. 
you ain't lying, man. I completely agree. And that's and I didn't even really put that together like you just did as far as you got people from like all over. Just like when you go to college, you got people from all over yeah. the country. You got people from all over the state. And when you went to this high school, you didn't have just people in your neighborhood. You had people from all over the city. All and over. some out of the city. You know what I'm saying? There was people a lot of people in Southfield and different, you know, different cities, Metro Detroit, I should say, man. But it was intimidating and uh Thinking back on it, it was like, then it was, a, the thing about, you know, we talking about the schooling as a team, like thinking about, you know, I'm in practice, basketball practice, going against, you know, grown men to me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I held my own, no doubt about it, but I'm like, okay, I'm starting from the bottom, I had to earn everything I got, and it was competitive, and I'm a competitor, and it was like, man, you know, my man, Mike Harris, man, that's like my brother, man, and it's, it's man, that that guy, if anybody don't know Mike Harris, man, well, man, one yeah, of the king yeah. greats, Oakland, Oakland University's best basketball player of all time, He's a legend, man, and I used to look up. I still do look up to him. I tell him he he was over here, you know. Uh, and we get into as far as my food, uh, what I do with the food. But he he came over and grabbed some food for him and his mom. That's and I, dope. And I had just seen that, man. And his, and his father passed away, man. Uh, I know, man. Punk, man. Prayers, yeah, prayers man. to him, man. And his dad was always there for him. You know, I played JV with Mike, and you know, kind of yeah, knew him right, obviously right. all through college. And his dad was one of those dudes. Um, that was just always there, you know, and, and that's, I ain't yeah. you know, like, that's just something you see, um, you know, when you growing up, you see the fathers that are present in the basketball practices. Right. So, um, uh, much love right. and prayers right. to him, man, and, and his family. So I, I shot him a note on Facebook and I know he probably got hundreds of them, but I just let him know I was exactly. praying for him and his family there too. Um, and so, but to your point, so you got this thing, you, you go through high school, it's competitive, mm-hmm. you, you, you playing basketball. How did you end up? Because cause obviously I know you ended up getting a scholarship for college basketball. Right. So, you know, you talk about the elementary to middle school, middle school to high school. What was it like? Like if you go from like your senior year in high school to now transitioning to playing ball in college, you know, what, what was that like for you once you made a name for yourself in high school as a basketball player? Man, man, I'm gonna tell you, I, I I thought I was ready for it, but I really wasn't, man. But it was a, yeah. it was an honor and a privilege and a blessing to be able to be recognized, not throughout the state, state, but just throughout the country. You know, not even throughout the city. It's it's even being in Detroit, man. You know, the basketball the roots we go through. It's like to be recognized in the city is one thing. You know it's what crazy. I mean? And just be recognized as one of the best players. You know, all through my high school, and it was just like uh, going to college. Uh, See, okay, we'd get, we'd, we'd, we'd go to, well, we'd go to college. You know, o- Oakland, Oakland University was recruiting me heavy because, like I said, Mike Harris, he had went there, and uh, I was right behind Mike. You know, when I was a freshman, he was a senior. Same thing with college and everything. And uh, he was Mike. Mike made a name for the university. You know, throughout the country, and because uh, he was the leading scorer, junior, I think sophomore, and junior, yeah, year, leading, senior, leading scorer in the country, landed yeah. and was was the top five in, in you know in the country, uh, NCAA Division One. And so they was recruiting me heavy, you know, they, they, they thing on me was just like, you know, you're going to be coming in, finishing off with Mike, you know, started and everything. So it was just an honor because that's how it was in high school, you know, because when Mike left his senior year, that's when, you know, I, I rose up uh, my sophomore year because I was eligible this year. And, right. uh, and Chuck, ba- Chuck Bailey was the star and everything. And I was just learning each year. And uh, like I said, got to my senior year. I, uh, and I looking back on that, man, I should have left out of state. I really should have left out of state, but, I mean, I wasn't. I really didn't have nobody in my corner that had really uh, more so, uh, I guess, experience about you know a kid going off to play college basketball and scholarship, this, that, and the other. Because yeah. uh, looking back on it, it was uh, Alabama A&M was in there, Eastern Michigan, uh, 
it was the top ones, I should say, here Eastern. Uh, and I should, uh, thinking back, and I should have went to Alabama A&M, man, and uh, got out of state. But I don't yeah. know, for whatever reason, you know, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to stay with Oakland. They was recruiting me the heaviest since, like, ninth, 10th grade and everything. And, uh, well, Oakland, you know, you know the just, thing you know, about Oakland is, because I was around for a lot of that stuff, you know, being best friends with Kel. I went on recruiting trips right. with him. Um, right. I, I was there when he chose Oakland, you know, because he um, originally wasn't looking at Oakland. He had everybody. Kelly had everybody looking at him his junior year, and um, he got an injury. And when he got his okay. injury, a lot of people started backing out, and Oakland came in heavy. And, right, and right. Kel was one of the first recruits they signed from the city. Not the first, but one of the first. And then him and Mike went in together. And you had all kind of people um, from Detroit coming after that. So what happened at Oakland, believe it or not, right, right. Oakland kind of turned into what you described at King. It went from, like, before Mike and them got there, Oakland had only been D1 maybe one or two years. They were D2 originally. And I know, they yeah, moved yeah. up to D1. And then that spotlight from Detroit, Mike, Kelly, all them dudes that was going there started bringing that attention and then you started getting all the Detroit, all y'all, y'all guys were some good players, man. Um, and I think it mm. became kind of like King where it was like the program was so um, competitive and maybe a little saturated with some of the same types of players. And, you know, they had some transitioning, but, you know, even though, man, like, even though, like you said, you wish you would have, um, you know, gone out of, out of state or something. One thing, man, I believe that even just with us being here today, having this conversation, like the Lord has exactly. a way, man, of working things out exactly. for our good, you know, and and allowing us to have the experiences that we have to give us perspective. Because I always say, like, you know, I actually was supposed to hoop at Oakland and ran into some politics. Right. And I only say that because that's what Campy told me. You know, he told me straight. He was straight up with me, so I respect him um, that it was politics. But, like, sometimes for me, I'm like, man, I should have been hooping there. But... I probably would have became a different person, you know. You would have. That's what I so, That's what I doubt. Yeah. So, so I thank God. You know, you 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 made it through that, man. So, so kind of tell us, you know what I mean? Like your your life from that point. You know, you uh, what what was life like after college? Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's uh, you know, like I said, I had a basketball career. I was at Oakland, and uh, but even the college situation for me and all that college atmosphere. I want to say I wasn't prepared because I wasn't prepared mentally, man. When I got to college, man, I mean, I was chasing women. Women was chasing me. I, I wasn't focused on solely basketball and, and schoolwork as what I should have right. been focusing on. You know what I mean? And that's, I, it was just too much freedom, man. It was just, it was fun. And I went in, you know, Oakland, I knew I wasn't going to get too much playing time playing behind Mike. So I was like, it was like I was in, you know, I wasn't 100% focused on all that. So I ended up transferring after that first year. Being campy, man, we you know we didn't really see you know, we didn't really see eye to eye in certain situations. I should say I put it like that. We had a few little yep. you know little discussions and whatnot. But Campy's a great coach. I love what he did for the program. And like you said, it started with with, with Mike and Kelly for the most part. Yep, and then not not all. He did all Detroit PSL play. He's doing a good job. Like Coach Campy up there. I I want to I want to reach out to him one of these times, man. But on that on that note, and when I was having all that trouble off the court and everything, for the most part, just you know just you know, losing losing focus and everything. That's when my daughter was uh, out. My, my my daughter's mom was pregnant, and she contacted me. I, that was the whole experience on me, man. And uh, cause of course I wasn't ready for a child and everything. But uh, 
moving fast forward to that, that's probably the best thing that ever happened to me, my daughter for the most part. Uh, I love it. That's my junior, you know, my daughter Jade, man. To this day, that's that's my number one fan. That's my number one lady, her and my, my mother. And uh, and so I ended up transferring, went to junior college uh, at my community college, one of the best junior colleges in the country. Uh, number one, we was ranked number one in the country. I uh, wow. reconnected with Carlos English. I was over there with Carlos English. Uh, he got me to actually go over there. I went back to Juco because uh, yeah, I went to go back to Juco. Then, you know, shoot back to Division One and everything. I, like I said, I stayed in state to be with my daughter and everything. And trying to help with what little help I could do at that time. But uh, yeah, I reconnected with him and everything and uh, went, shot through that year. And I, it, it, it was... It was some uh, situations where we didn't have uh, academic advisors at the turn college. You know, I was used to that being at Oakland. And yeah. come to find out, I was taking, I was taking the wrong classes. I was academic all American and every every everything uh, academic all American and a uh, basketball player all American at uh, uh, my community college and everything. But what happened? Uh, I was taking the wrong classes and come to find out, I wasn't able to graduate on time to go back to Division One. And it, I would have been a little late, and not too many schools were willing to wait to take that chance. So that's when I ended up going to Wayne State. Uh, Coach Greer and Coach uh, E.J. Harrison was over there, and uh, and they told me if, if, if nothing works out, you know, we got the scholarship for you. And uh, another bad decision for me. So instead of being out of the city, I'm back in the city. Yeah. And uh, another thing, I, I was once again I was wilding out on that campus, man. I I was wilding anybody that knew me at that time, man. Uh, I was wilding out, and that's when I ended up having my son, my son Jalen, Jalen Curtis, who was born a couple years after Oakland and everything, and so. From there on out, I was still trying to play ball and everything, but uh, and it was it was a couple of uh, opportunities I had. Uh, I guess overseas Germany was one, and I was playing with a semi-pro team here in Detroit. But the money wasn't right, man. So I yeah. just kind of dwindled away through basketball. I didn't give up on it because it still a, it was a love for me because it taught me everything I know in life for the most part. But uh, I had to leave it alone. I had to just focus on trying to you know set a life up for my children and everything. So and that, you know I what, that's just, a know, tough thing, bro. Like. You know, there's yeah. a couple things you said that's tough, and I just want to kind of call them out because, you know, A, you got the situation, like you said, you're in college, and you didn't have an academic advisor, which you were used to. And this is those simple things that people don't realize. Right. You know, we all come from different walks of life. I remember when I got to right. Oakland, that was really the first time for me that I was around a multitude of Caucasians. Like, just being right. real, like... You go through, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, you got one or two here and there, but most of them kind of act black. So, you know what I mean? Or act urban, you know, for lack of a better way to put it. So when you get into these environments and, and you are a minority, but this is your first time really being exposed to the rest of the world and how it works. So things like that, like when you used to having that academic advisor, now you are responsible for you know, choosing the right classes and things. That might sound simple to somebody who's listening, but that's a real thing, man. That's like serious stuff. I remember the first time when I was in school, in college, and, you know, you have financial aid issues and stuff. I did. You was on scholarships, so you was good. But I had financial aid issues, and I remember the first time it was either my – it must have been halfway through my freshman year in college, and my mom was like, I'm not calling them. You call them. And I was like, right. what? what? I got to call the academic aid. I don't know what. And But I appreciate my parents for that because yeah. that was the first time I had to start learning how to handle my own business. So, that's real. you know, that that's, that's a real big thing. But then the second thing you kind of talked about, 
you know, this idea of like, as a basketball player, you said it, you started at 12 years old and people don't realize when you get to a point in your life where you have to give up basketball, when basketball Mm -hmm. was kind of used to save your life in a lot of ways, that is a tough transition, man. That's super tough. That is. It is. It is. Especially when a lot of my peers' careers were steady going on. I was just, I mean, I, I was, I was just in a, my my life was on a whole different, uh, on a whole different level. I wasn't, you know, I just like I said, I had to give up basketball and everything. But and I was, uh, uh, man, I was, I was just partying, man. You know, I, yeah. When I look back to my past, that you know, in them, them early twenties, man, that's why I, I tell you know people now I had enough fun for a lifetime. I was just. Just having fun, man. At the end of the day, that's what it was about. I wasn't trying to settle down. I was going to church here and there, but it wasn't where I needed to be. And uh, then my life, I started maturing up. And you know, that's the one thing is you got to start by wanting to make a change. And that, that's the first, that's the first uh, step right there. So I started yeah. to want to make a change in my life or my children's life, and just because I knew I was supposed to have been a better man than what I was displaying. You know, as far as uh, no doubt behind closed doors, behind closed doors, and everything like that. Because you might see me and be like, okay, this guy this, this guy that, but not knowing. You know, I was just doing a lot of things I wasn't supposed to do and everything. And uh, and just like I say, just a lot of different women. You know, that kind of stuff, man. I look back to it. It was it was very immature, but uh, that's just what it was and everything. But you and live I, and you I, learn. You human, right? You got to go through that's them. the beauty. Yeah, you you're human. What I thank God for with people like you, bro, to be honest, man, and it's so many of us like this, it's when someone can recognize that they're wrong and look back on it, not glorifying it, but understanding the lessons in it. So I thank God for you in that way. So now you're at this point where your life starts changing. So as you start maturing up, you know what I mean? Like, take us through what what happens now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it starts, you know... um... I didn't really get a serious, uh, I guess, relationship with a girl until I was probably like 26 or something like that as far as, not saying, not saying just a girl, but just a woman in general, you should say. And, uh, yeah. Because my uh, kids' mothers, uh, we was young, and it was just, it was it was hot and cold for the most part. It wasn't a real, you know, a planned out uh, relationship, I should say. But, uh, and that kind of, you know, when you get with a good woman or a great woman, you know, that can kind of make you want to even be even better, a better man, better right. person better father you know i think i believe you know we was you know put here to love on each other and uh and just you know uh you know uh encourage one another in different ways you know right. just uplift one another and everything and so that that that, that first girlfriend it kind of you know it went it went and it came and everything with my second girlfriend a woman i went to high school with uh she she got me to go into church more consistent she um she was a member in uh and uh uh, it's second Ebenezer, second second Ebenezer Church. What's okay. that, Pastor Van over there? Yeah, right? six miles, seventy-five. Right over there by our old neighborhood. So yep. I was like, okay, this is cool. So I was going there and see a lot of people I knew, grew up with, and everything. It was it's a nice atmosphere and everything. And uh, I was going there consistent. She got we was, we was going consistent and everything. And uh, even when we broke up, you know, I was still going and everything. And uh, and that just and that goes back, to, you know, Coach Coach Benny White. He got my faith and my determination. You know, just just being around him and you know being you know being coached under him, man, he taught me a lot of things, but God is one of the main things, uh, me and him, you know, he, he brought me into the life I'm in now, man. And I guess he introduced me to everything. I put it like that. So I'm, I'm thankful to ever have had him as a, as a basketball coach. You know, he's like I said, he's a great man. I can't, I can't speak enough on this guy, but, uh, man, something crazy happened in the studio. And so just so you know, while you listening to this, we lost like maybe one minute of the audio. So I asked Curtis a question about 
how he, you know, got into food. You know what I'm saying? So y'all ain't miss a lot, but let's get back into it. Okay, so like I was saying, uh, as far as just, you know, being around food and my dad having restaurants, my family doing all the cooking and everything, and me loving to cook. And uh, I decided I wanted to do a, either a food truck or a restaurant. I did the pros and cons on both of them, and I prayed on it and everything. And uh, and I, I went with the food truck. The food truck is what... Uh, when I, when I felt I was supposed to, I was supposed to go that way, to go that route and everything. So I started saving up my money and stuff because I believe in any anything, any gain or anything you you seeking to accomplish anything as far as financially or business wise. You know, it's, it's it comes with major sacrifices. You know? Yeah. So my lifestyle changed a little bit instead of me just spending money on my family. You know, buying my ex wife purses and kids, all this extra stuff, whatever. I just you know I started saving up and everything. So I was I, I, I bought a truck. Yeah, that, that's that's that, that was where I was at right now. Like I said, I had this woman by my side, and then I'm like, you know what? If I got her, you know, she was a great support system and just encouraging me in every uh special way and everything. So I uh I decided to go with the food truck, save my money up for it. I purchased a truck. Uh, you know, it's like it was really the Chevrolet Step Van. They look, it's like a bigger ice cream truck if you can kind of right, uh, put, right. put it through your mind when I'm talking about. Yeah. So I uh I, I was you know I was looking for them you know I had money saved up I'm you know I'm looking online on marketplace or whatever Craigslist at the time and all that stuff and just you know going to check a few of them out then I finally found one uh probably about 20 minutes from my old home on the west side and uh I went to go take a look at it you know it needed a little body work but the motor and trans was, was phenomenal and everything so I'm like you know what I'm gonna get this so I was excited so that was the first step upon that plan and everything and uh, like I said I'm going to work I'm uh a quality supervisor at a plant I was working at. And, uh, so you were still work working while you were saving up for that truck. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, Definitely. look, that's a, that's a big thing. I don't want people to miss that part. You know what I mean? Right. Because Definitely. like you said, you decided at some point to stop, you know, buying just whatever you, you know, you had this support system and you made that decision. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a person that believes strongly, like we have decisions we can make. To change our life can yeah. nobody make us change our life we have to it's actually not, yeah, decide you got to decide right, so i think that's dope that you made that decision and went out and saved while you still had a job and you know you got the truck so you know what happens uh -huh. from here you you got this truck it needs some work and you know what i mean now what so you what what yeah. where, where does your story that, go and that's what it was but that's why i was saying a, a, a couple minutes ago like it starts with wanting to change or wanting this or whatever this accomplishment. Right. You gotta want it first. Then it comes with sacrifice. You you know, you gotta show 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 you really want it or whatnot. And I, like I said, I was able to uh I was blessed to be able to get the truck and you know, I do everything in steps. I don't try to overwhelm myself. So I knew the next thing I needed to I do was uh, put the truck in the Yeah, yeah, I put it in the body shop because they needed a little body work. So there was a uh, guy, a uh, friend of the family, whatever he does that kind of work. So we talked price and everything and I gave him the truck. And that's why I was at now. So like I said, I'm still going to work and everything. And now, you know, I'm like I said, I'm a newlywed, just got married and everything. Still going to work. Like I said, with my position, I was working six, seven days, 10 days, you know, 10 days a week, uh, 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 10 hours a day. I'm sorry. But I was, you know, working the midnight shift. It, that was another sacrifice. I had to continue to yeah. stay on that shift for, for the time being and everything. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's where I was at at that time. Then, like I said, everything was working out in my life. And I was on the way to work one night. Uh, it was that December 1st, 2016. Like I say, I got everything working out. You know, just got married. My house paid for it. The cars paid for it. Just bought this food truck. Got a promotion at my job. My children taken care of and everything and all that. I go out one day, one night, you know, about 10, 15 uh, at night. 
I was living on deep west side, uh, Redford area over there. Uh, good neighborhood and everything. Uh, good, good block, everything, you know. And I walked out, you know, as I normally do, you know, it was like a little, uh, like a windy night. It was probably about 37 degrees. It wasn't too, too cold or whatever. I was just like on my daily night, you know, I always, you know, I didn't look forward to going to work, leaving my uh, wife and nothing like that, yeah. and, you know, going, leaving at midnight. But I always thank God just for everything that was going on in my life. And that was one of the things I did. Just like, thank you, God, you know, and right, put right. my little lunch in the trunk and everything. Daily, daily activity. You know, I go, I had a, uh, it was at a 20, 2010 Cadillac I was driving. So I go to push start. As soon as I was about to push start it, that's when my life just changed right there, Jay. Well, uh, I was, somebody came up on the side of me on my left side, on the driver's side, and just uh, uh, shot me six times. Six Man. times. Don't know who, don't know why. Yeah, six times. I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming or nothing, man. It was just like, bam. Wow. And I just remember that night. Yeah, man, I remember that night. And I and, and it was like a, a split second. I was like, come on, man, what is this? That's what I was thinking in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, man, what is this about? And it was like, I remember kind of, not a smile, but thinking back on it, it's like a little smile in my mind, like as if I'm uh, kind of going back on that time, man. But yeah, and that was it, man. You know, uh, my ex-wife heard the shots and the neighbors and everything, and uh, and uh, you know, and I and I didn't, Jay Will, I didn't remember this until maybe a year, some months after it happened. I was listening to uh, Bill Dukes, you know, that is the actor Bill Dukes uh, played in Minister Society. The black guy was like, you, you know, you know, effed up right. You, you remember him, right, Jay? Yeah, I know him when I see him. I don't know him by name, uh, though. <laughs> yeah, big, big black guy. Yeah, Bill Dukes. But anyway, I was listening to an interview on YouTube uh, when I was in a nursing home after all this madness, and he was telling, he was talking about a situation that uh, where he uh, out of body experience, and I and I start remembering Jay Will, man. That happened to me, man. I went back to the night, December first, twenty sixteen. I remember looking up at my body, man, and I only told a few people this, man, but. Yeah. But you know, I'm writing, a, I'm writing a book about all this, and I got all this stuff in the book. The book about seventy percent down. We we'll get to that. So I'm looking up at myself, and I just remember I was sitting on the rear, and I'm closing my eyes, you know, trying to remember this now. I was on the driver's side at the rear back, uh, back tire, you know, just like up against the car, or whatever. I think somebody yeah. held me up against the car. I don't know. I just remember looking at that. And I remember my ex-wife screaming, you know, everybody, my neighbors over there surrounding me and everything, and uh, and I remember looking at my body, like when my shirt, my shirt was bloody and all that kind of stuff, man. And but and over that out of body experience, what I do, the first thing that was coming to my mind, I I had to survive. I couldn't leave my kids. I couldn't yeah. leave my kids growing up without a father, man. That was the only thing going through my mind. I just it's like I couldn't do it. I I couldn't leave them. I couldn't leave them. And uh, my ex wife was telling me when we got in the ambulance on the way to Sinai Grace. We ended up going to sign that grace because uh, near my house, I think it was Garden City Hospital. I don't know, somewhere out in uh, Livonia. Yeah. But we went to sign that because, because, of course, with them being in the city, they had more experience as far as gunshot victims and gunshot gotcha. wounds and stuff. Gotcha. That we made the decision to go there. I think Max's wife made that decision. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, she was telling me when I was in the ambulance, where I was just telling her, like, I'm gonna, don't worry, I'm going to make it. And she said when I said that, she knew I was going to be okay. But I don't, of course, I don't remember that. But uh, I'm sure, you know, that was that's that's how I speak. You know, I speak, right. to, you know, positivity and everything. So that was just somebody else speaking for me. But uh, now I remember waking up, man, and uh, my mom. I, I had that breathing machine all over my mouth, so I couldn't speak anything. And uh, I remember seeing my mother, and uh, she was next to my uncle girl, and she was, uh, you know, touching me. She, was, that, I guess, that was the first time I woke up. I don't know how many hours or days. I, I don't even remember. I didn't talk to my family thinking back on that yet, but I will eventually. Yes, I'm gonna know. 
she was telling me, like, she was kind of asking, like, you know, this your Uncle Daryl, right? You know him? So she was kind of asking. They didn't know where my mom was. They didn't know where I was mentally. So I gave her that look. And if anybody know me, they know that look like, come on, what kind of question is that? <laughs> right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Right. We, we joked about it, and she knew I was going to be all right, man, after that, man. But uh, that was the start of the change in my life. That, I guess I should say the second, third of my life or whatever, the, uh, the, other, the, the next chapter, I should say. Cause, yeah. Uh, So let me ask you this, though, like, like you said, it happened so quick and you don't know who you don't know why. And they just Mm -hmm. ran. Man, I I don't I really you don't don't even know what happened. But I I guess my point is, like, they didn't steal your car or nothing. That would have made more sense, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so crazy. Because the first thing, like, even when I was in the hospital, they, they, you know, Six shot gunshot, six shots. You know, so he took six. They think you in a gang or something like that. Right, right, exactly. He was in a gang or something. It wasn't nothing like that, man. And uh, my life was good. You know, I didn't have no type of enemies like that. And I and I may have committed some sins in my past, but it wouldn't have been nothing. No, it had nothing to do with that. No, no. Exactly. So where somebody would have been trying to take my life, it just didn't. That was senseless. That that was that was senseless, man. man. And it's you know, it's one of those things where it's unfortunate because something so senseless for one person, like you said, Mm -hmm. takes you into a completely different chapter of your life and takes your life somewhere that you never could have expected. And and I'm going to say this right here. I think this is a good moment for me to say this. And even why I reached out to you for this interview, like I said, I, I don't really know at what point I started, you know, we connected on Facebook because Facebook is one of those weird things where when it first came out, you was just connecting with anybody you knew. Like, it ain't really matter if y'all agreed on life or if y'all, you just was connecting because you knew people. And now social media is a lot more controversial and crazy. So now people really only follow people if they agree with them and things. So I don't know what, at what point we connected, but I'll tell you, I do remember seeing one time you I want to say you might have been in a nursing home or something, but you were talking about your situation and your story. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't even know, you know, and then right. I saw you talking about it. But what stood out to me and literally almost blew me away is that I've never seen you do a Facebook live and you weren't right, smiling right. and happy. And that, right. that was something that I was like, like here, this guy had this life changing, altering, life altering situation. Um, I mean, most of the Facebook lives I saw from you, you know, in the last few years were like from the hospital bed or a nursing home. So I, I want to yeah. ask you, like, how did you like what was that transition like from like? So once you come back into, you know, yourself and, and, and you how did you deal with like understanding what the situation was, but then transitioning and, and making that decision that like, OK, I'm going to go the positive route. I'm going to go the godly route with this. Because you could have easily Bro. went the opposite way. Bro. Jay Will, man. It was, it was a good feeling, though, man. Even just thinking about all that now, man. And I say, I'm a new person now. It's like, even though my situation, because the six shots, okay, wait, let's go back to that. Three, three of the bullets had hit my left arm, right? And mm-hmm. my, my left arm, I, I can move it and everything, and I can go up and down, but not it's, you know, to a certain point. But my left hand, I can't move it. I can't move it right now. And okay. The doctor saying it may come, it may not. I don't know, but I don't really. It's not gonna change nothing at all, you know. To right. be honest with you, then. So and those three shots I hit my arm only because the doctor was, you know, 
was uh, telling my mother, like, those three shots had pretty much saved, those three bullets in my arm saved my life because Ooh. it happened so fast. But once again, even a doctor, he kind of put it together. Don't you know when someone's about to, let's, let's say, attempt to hit you or something, a punch, even if they plan tonight, you're going to get def- in defensive mode. You're going to put, you know, put your yeah. arms up and everything. And that's what happened with my left arm because the doctor said I didn't have them bullets, them three bullets not been in my left arm. They would have went through my head. You know what Man. I'm saying? Just to think back on that. So when I look at my arm, I ain't worried about this arm, brother. You know, they could cut this arm off, man, because it saved my life, man. That's crazy. And that's how crazy it was, man. Just thinking back, that's kind of a different feeling when you think back, like, man, somebody tried to take your life. Like, yeah. I tried to rob you, shoot you in the knee. I'm talking about, it took guts for somebody to put six bullets in somebody. I mean, yeah. all right, that, and you're not saying, let's, let's not say guts, but it took a, a different type of feeling towards somebody, I would say. I don't know if it was personal. I don't. So this day, like I said, I don't know, but the other three bullets, one of them had hit my spine, so I had lost feeling below my waist. And a little feeling started coming back here and there, but it was like a like a long, like it was a long process to my body. It was a long process even for my body healing because uh, I couldn't eat or drink for like six, seven months because one of the wounds in my stomach, anything, I try, anytime I tried to swallow something or whatever, it, uh, you know, it would stop it from healing. So I had to right. have this IV going through this little uh, potassium or something going through my body just to give me the, you know, some type of, uh, you know, uh, food, food, food supplies should say, but I had lost, man. Like I was like 205 when this happened. When I, was, I went down to 135. I was like slim, unrecognizable. Wow. wow. So I look back in those pictures like, yeah, it was like, I mean, I was at, the, I was almost dying, man, you know, but uh, like I said, I wasn't able to walk yet since this happened, but and I was on, man, and I'll I, I go back to what you said, but I was on bed rest for about almost two and a half years. I didn't I didn't wow. get out of bed until May, May 4th, 2019. Yeah, last May 4th. And my birthday, May 5th, so that was a heck of a birthday present. Oh, man. And just to go outside, you will, man. Jay, just to go outside, man. Oh, my, man, see the and, sun and, here and, first. And here's the Bro. thing, right? You, you were on bed rest for a couple years, and yeah. it's people losing their mind because we've been in a pandemic on lockdown for two months. Like, and man, that, that's man, why I say this. This, this, this can't be nothing to you. I mean, like. Man, that's, hey, you know what? Coach White had told me, and I was talking to Coach White a couple of weeks, maybe at the start of this. It really isn't, man. It's like, it only gives me time to get my, my situation together, man. I, Come on, I, man. I, 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 at this point, man, it's nothing that can stop me. It's nothing that can stop my, my, my goals. Like I'm, I feel relentless right now, man. My confidence and my faith is at an all-time Thank high, God, man. That's man. why. Go back to what you were saying, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm like, I don't know what you. I forgot your question, but I just dude, hit that hit me with that question again. What you was asking, man? It don't even like, matter. I, I don't even. I don't even remember. Like, yeah. I, I, I guess. Well, what I asked you was like, you know, the transition from like oh, making that decision. Right. Yeah. Right. There we go. There we go. And it was all God, man. God guided me through all this, man. Like the person I am today, man, all the glory goes to God, man, because I just follow his lead on everything I do now, man, because I think back when I was in that hospital and I was in that nursing home by myself at the end of the night, man, you know, my, my ex-wife, she was there every day. I, I give her, I always give her props for that. She was there every day at the beginning stage. It's like, man, they spending the night and everything. And I needed that support. But on the days when, when she started, you know, uh, not coming to see me and all that, my, you know, at the end of the night, it was just me in the hospital bed, man. It wasn't nothing. Yeah. Nobody could do for me. The nurses, my ex-wife, my mother, my, nothing. And I had to go through that. And that's when I, uh, I started more so, um, you know, seeking God and, and all his help at, at that time, man. I mean, I, I was, 
I was crying. I was I was at the lowest in my life, man. Blood, yeah. sweat, tears, man. I'm telling you, man. But you know, your last interview, uh, it was one of the Rally brothers, and uh, going back to that, you know, Ryan Rally, his brother. I don't know who's I don't know who's the older brother. I don't know, but that's how Ryan, Ryan I, older uh, than Vince, yeah. Yeah, that's how I got a little knowledge on Vince just through Ryan, man, because Ryan, another great guy, I was thankful to be connected with throughout this whole journey, man. And the crazy part about it, you know, I guess moving fast forward, my ex-wife, uh. Uh, I guess probably not even a year she decided to uh, leave me and everything and uh at that time and that that was very tough for me you know yeah. she had a reason is I don't I don't talk bad about her or nothing I just appreciate the time we had together uh but whatever choice she made you know I I had to respect it but at the beginning it was tough because I didn't see it coming you know what I mean yeah. I, I didn't see it coming at all and that was I tell people at that time man her leaving me and just like just dissolving like that that hurt more than the bullets you know what I mean no doubt this is a woman I this is a woman I love, the woman I trusted with every and man, I'm telling you, man. And uh and that changed me. That changed me as far as at that time. It was I was like, man, this just ain't fair, man. That was one time when I was like, yo, this ain't fair for me to have to go through this. Right. Mentally, physically, emotionally, and my wife It was it just wasn't I was like, man, this is a bull crap. But Ryan Rudley was the one who officiated our wedding at um uh, <clears throat> wow, at okay. at Christian, Christian Tabernacle. That's how we was connected, right? And so when this happened, man, man, big ups to Ryan Rudley, man. He stepped in like he was my brother, man. He was coming to visit me, man. He was checking on me, man. He was praying over me, man. And just wow. looking at that and seeing how he was, how he did that, that just, it, it, he like pushed me into the faith, man. Where I'm at today, man, like, man, he was on me, man. He challenged me, man. He That's challenged amazing. me. That's amazing. Yeah, It's man. amazing, man. Like, when, I, when I do these yeah. interviews, the most amazing part to me is there's always a person. There's always right. like someone that God uses to encourage, exactly. to inspire, to push us, man. So shout out to Ryan Rudley. I've known Ryan a the long Rudy. time. Um, great yeah, dude. Yeah, the whole Rudley family. Yeah, family, yeah. Man. Shout out to them, man. I've known them a long time. So no, that's amazing. So you, so you made this decision that hey, and despite you know your wife leaving you, and despite your situation, you're able to become positive. So now I want to. I want to transition into, you know, the person you are today, right? Like, you know, and I know you doing a lot of uh, dope things, especially with, you know, all right, all right here's, a, here's a dynamic I want to talk about. You, you, right, had, right. you had all these things, your goals, right? You, you, had, you had purchased yep. your truck, right? And then mm -hmm. at the height of everything seeming perfect, you have this life-changing, outer, outer body, out-of-body experience. And like you, you got to go through this situation, but to my knowledge, you know what I'm saying? You said, you said Mike Hams just came and got some food a few weeks ago. So yes, it sounds like you are, you've gotten back to food. How, like, yeah, take yeah. us through that. Like, how do you have everything going good? Then you have these challenges. And now about four years later, finding your way back to what you were originally planning to do. Man, and that's the beautiful part of all this, man. Just that even when you were speaking that out, it just gave me a, a feeling inside, just a smile and everything because how it just, man, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man, God works it all out, man. And that just brought me to the uh, to the, uh, to the Bible verse, James chapter one, verse two through four. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, hmm. whenever we face trials of many kind, because the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let the perseverance finish his work 
so you may be mature and complete, not lacking Ooh. anything. Jay Will, baby, my life, man. I Like, man, right now, man, I need just a little assistance here and there. But, man, other than that, that's nothing. That's nothing for all the great things that God has just shown me and already done for me. Just I, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a nice, in a nice space right now, I should say, man. But that's the food a food truck situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God is good, man. The food truck situation. Um, so in the hospital, like maybe within that first year or so, I knew I was like, you know what? That the food truck was still in the uh, body shop at the time I got shot. So, wow. And I get back to that to make a long story short, though, the guy that was a friend of the family, man, needless to say. He was he was storing the truck at one of his partner's shop, man. Man, you know they was charging me through all this time. What happened to me, man? Are you serious? And I was kind of uh, yeah, yeah. I was kind of mad at my man, a friend of the family. Like, bro, you supposed to handle that. You know, I wasn't in no condition. And my wife yeah. didn't know nothing about the business like that. But needless to say, that worked. And I gave him a couple dollars, and I kept it moving. I picked the truck up, and I ended up selling the truck because at the time I was like, you know what? If it's for me, I'll get another one. You know, but yeah. I knew it wasn't nothing I could do, and I needed the money at the time and stuff. So it's just like. You know, if it's for me, it'll come back. It'll come back. So when things start changing for me, man, even my, my old job, I was where I wasn't even at that job four months, man. They was looking out for me on the uh, the disability money. They sure, I mean, they blessed me, man, that company. They didn't have to do a lot of the stuff they did. So I'm more so at this time, I'm like, before I got another truck, I was like, my, fi- my finances was pretty good. And then the house that I had, I owned it outright. So... I was like, you know what? I knew I wasn't going back to the house. I got shot in front of you. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I sold it. I sold it. And I ended up selling. It was crazy how things work out. I sold it to my neighbor. The same guy that pulled me out the car when I was shot, man. Are you serious, though? That's so crazy, man. Wow. And I remember, you know what? Going back today, he was like, you know, this your neighbor. This Oliver. You've been shot. And he pulled me out and everything. But I ended up selling it to him and this girl. And uh, I made a, you know, a nice uh, profit off the house. Because like I said, I owned the house all right. And I was able to bless him and look out for him at the same time because he didn't have all the money up front. So needless yeah. to say, I'm more, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting a little better. I'm in a nurse home now, wanting to be home. I mean, at this time, I was like, you know, I kept putting times on it, like, you know, I'm going home, my birthday, this, blah, blah, blah. But it don't work like that, man. It's all God, it's all God's time. And I needed to be where I needed to be for a particular reason and everything. And I'm okay with that looking back on it because it wasn't nothing. I mean, I look back and it was kind of like a, a good blur. It wasn't, it just wasn't time for someone like you may have thought it was. But people on the outside looking in, they was, you know, they didn't know what type of man I was. They didn't know what type of strength I had. You know what I right, mean? Only exactly. I know that. Only you know what you on this side. Man, you really don't know until you test it. You know, I needed to, that was just the test that I had to pass. And, you know, not like I said, now I believe I'm greater than ever. You know, like, <laughs> I love uh, it. man, I take life. Every, everything is a blessing each day. And I'm thankful for what I went through. But that, I'm ready for the next the next task or the next step or whatever the case may be. But no, I'm good now. Amazing. So and everything. Uh, that's yes, sir, amazing. Man. So I, uh, yeah, man. So after the truck, the truck situation, you know, I'm getting a little stronger. My finances together. I ended up buying another house, man. I bought another house while I was in a nursing home. Man, wow. I did all this on bed rest. I did, <laughs> I, I did all this from on bed rest on my iPad. I'll be forgetting about this stuff. It's <laughs> crazy. I'm, I'm serious. I found, you bought a I found crib. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm in AJ, and I got it decorated and renovated through I, through my iPad. I mean, when I came wow. home initially, everything was just like I needed it to be, man. And I think my mom's, my mom's, I got the best mother in the world, man. She held everything down for me. I mean, literally everything, man. She was living in a house. She didn't have to worry about rent because the house was paid for everything new in the home and everything. Man. It was just like, it was working out like that. And I, uh, and throughout all that as well, man, I was able to, like I said, my finances a little bit. I was able to buy my mother a home. I'm not, I'm sorry. I bought a truck. 
I'm gonna buy her home if she want one. Right, you know right. I, mean? I feel I, you. <laughs> you see, I, I put that in the atmosphere. Is that, right? Now that's a goal. Right, now that's a goal. I'm, I'm, I'm that with for it. For a reason, it's 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 already done. But I was able to, man, my mom does so much. She does and she do so much. So I try to make everything easy for my mother. But uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm back. I was back at the food stage situation. Okay, do I want another truck or do I want to go with the restaurant? But once again, I fasted, man, because I really didn't know. I was like, it, it was. I thank God for opportunities and choices and everything. So I uh, once again, the truck came up. So I found a few trucks. You know, I had my uh, my cousin, my brother. You know, that's my one. You know, part of my team. So I found a truck out in Belleville. It used to be a old Better Made, uh, Better Made potato chip truck. That's funny. My cousin went to check it out for me. Yeah, my, you said, said it again, Jay? No, I was saying that's funny, just to think about. Yeah. Yep, yep. So my cousin, my brother went to check it out in Belleville, man. And let me tell you, so this truck, my I had the cash for it. My cousin was like, yo, this one is better than the other one you had. Might have asked. asked I, I didn't see this truck. I only, seen, only knew about the last one. I thought the last one was pretty dope. It just right. needed a little body work. He said, this one is bigger and better. You know, he's like, let's get this. So I was able to get that. And and, and it goes back to, man, everything I lost, everything I lost, I got it back a hundredfold. And I can't even make this up, man. This house I'm in is better. My, 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 every, the, the food truck is better. My identity is better. Everything <laughs> that amazing. I lost and the, the, the devil tried to take away, man, I didn't got it back in numbers. And, and that's, that's the type of life I'm living now, man. That's, like anything I aspire or anything I speak for is it's, it's already there for me and I know it's there and I'm just I'm always praying to God for preparation and that goes back to the shoot man for me to survive that situation the doctor was saying you know my my age my youthfulness and uh and my uh strength you know because I was you know just from playing I still worked out yeah he was an athlete trait. yeah for sure yeah. Yeah, right, and that and that let that led me to you know uh survive that shoot you know the doctor said it had a bit surgeon telling me, had it been somebody 50 years, you know, out of shape, they wouldn't survive this. And always, always, till this day, I pray for preparation, God, whatever you have for me, good or bad, please let me be ready for it. Even, you know? even look, and even when you, even when you think about that, I just thought about this from this perspective, you know, mm -hmm. because at that point you had moved on from basketball, right? Yes, but yes. basketball has still served the purpose of giving you strength. And giving you Always. lifting weights and being being prepared because, like the doctor said, had you not been in shape and had the strength you had, that could have killed you. But because you were an athlete, man, I don't know. I'm just so intrigued no, by purpose. Real. Things that we think man. were like, oh, it didn't matter. Like basketball served that purpose so that you could be prepared for a situation like that. And now you're saying, like, now you got a better food truck. So, like. All right, so tell us now, like, is your food truck now, like, is it live? Is it, what's the plan now? Like, what, I know the name of the business because I saw it on uh, Facebook, but I want you to tell people about your business and, and the truck you have now and what your plans are, what you're doing, and if it's a way they could find and support it. Like, how can we, right. you know, support what you're doing? Right. Well, man, this food truck right here, first and foremost, you know, I, I, man, I think, but but you you all the way right when you were saying as far as purpose and everything we go through is you know it's it's, it's for you know, as you get as we both as we all get older and more mature we will understand that everything and anything we go through you got to learn yeah. from you got to get something from it and that's what happened for me and everything and I still hold that basketball stuff you know till this day but the food truck and the whole reason I even wanted to do the food truck was to give me space or give me free time to be able to go back to what I loved and. Coach these young kids in basketball, just teach them life 
different right. white things about life and whatnot, especially these young black men. You know, you already know the society and the world we live in, there, man. It's tough for us. It's tough yeah. for any black man out there, any black boy out there. And that's and that's still part of my plan. And I'm still, you know, it's, it's still gonna work out. I know it's already done. It's gonna take a little time. But the food truck business, uh, the company is called Captain Kurtz Mobile Eatery. Uh, you can hit that on Facebook. And uh, the business page is, I think it's the, yeah, it's, it's the business page. And on Instagram is at Captain Kurtz Mobile. At Captain Kurtz Mobile, I believe. Yeah, that's it right there. But that's, man, it, every, you know, when I was in a nurse home on Bear Res J, and just when I was, I was putting all these plans together. Everything I'm doing, everything, everything is literally, literally working out. And what you know, as far as to what I prayed for, and it's and you know what the crazy part about it, it's even better than what I thought it may be. You know what I'm saying? Wow. The whole food truck business, that food truck hasn't even hit the road yet, and just the buzz is going on right now. It's like crazy. It's like it man, looked cold. Scared, I saw scared, the picture. I'm, yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I designed all that from bed rest on the iPad, man. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. And <laughs> that is all, crazy. All, all the, the whole vision, the whole vision I have for the for the exterior of that truck. The color, everything. I, I mean, I studied this. Like, I studied, man, and that goes back to the book I'm writing. The book for this situation is about 70% down, but I wrote that on bare rest on my phone because that was more so like uh, therapy for me. You know, I didn't talk to a therapist or nothing about none of this stuff. That was like therapy for me. Uh, yeah. Every little note, every feeling, every 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 new thing, every everything I overcame, I, I like start writing it. I planned it out, and you know, and, and, you know, through my uh on notes, you know, through my uh, iPhone or whatever. And a lot of people was, uh, you know, encouraging me, you should write a book, you should write a book. So I'm like, dang, that's crazy. I kind of got a book written in here. So I start uh, <laughs> categorizing it, you know, putting it in chapters and everything, outlining everything. And it's like, bam. And like, it's, it's pretty much done. But you see, the thing is, the story is still going on. So I can't, you know, I think I may try to shoot for this Christmas coming up. But, you know, it's like, once again, it's all God's time. And I ain't going to yeah. force it or nothing like Look, that. Look, and I'm going to say this. You you said, man, you said a lot of dumb stuff, first of all. But this whole this this whole idea of and people you they gotta I'ma make sure that the name um and the links to your uh Facebook and your Instagram is in the show notes right. when this airs, like so people can can go to it. But here's the thing, and I want people to see this. I'm probably gonna repost a picture of your food truck too, because uh-huh. when they see the picture of the food truck. Just the right. fact that you designed this from bed rest. Look, Kurt, here's my mindset, bro. I'll, this is why I don't be trying to hear no excuses from people. Because when well, I, I meet people that. like, or not me, I, when I talk to people like you and hear y'all talk about y'all story, and then I hear people right. complaining about a pandemic or, uh, you know, not saying that the pandemic isn't bad. I'm not trying to compare that way. But I, what I'm saying what is mean. that, like, I'm talking to a man right now that designed a food truck, bought a house, and and did the interior decoration from an iPad on bed rest. So it's like, don't tell me what God can't do if I make up my mind that I want to do it. So I appreciate you, you know, sharing that, that aspect of it. And you said something else that I I really want people to pay attention to uh, because it speaks to the process. You said the book, like you want to put it out, but it's not done yet. The story isn't done. And I think that's really good perspective to understand that, look, the food truck hasn't even hit the road yet. You got buzz. There's some, there's a couple more chapters to be written that that's going to really drive home the purpose of this book, man. So look, I appreciate you. 
I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the floor um for the last words, man. You know, I don't want to hold you too long. I'm gonna give you the floor floor for the last words to be able to just leave people with whatever thoughts you want people to have. And then after that, I do if you don't mind, I want to pray with you. Not even oh, yeah. not even pray for, not even saying I want to pray for you. I'm specifically saying I want to pray with you because you're inspiring me, man. And it's just, it's an amazing honor and opportunity to sit here and talk to someone like yourself, man. I appreciate you. And I just want to pray with you just to thank God for the opportunity to have this conversation with you. So I'll give you the floor before that, man. You can lead the people with whatever, um, you know, whatever you want to say as your, your, um, you know, kind of closing out the interview, but then also mention your Facebook and Instagram again. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get to it, man. Uh, but the the food truck, uh, it's about you know I was trying to have it by this, by actually by this my birthday, which is May 5th just passed. That was the plan to have it on the road, and you know I remember even my first day. I think I'm gonna go to the nurse home that, that took care of me for them few years or whatever. Wow. But it's, I'm working on I'm working on the interior right now. Uh, but you know things pushed back a little bit because of the pandemic or whatnot. Yep. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't frustrated. And, you know, it just gave me time to perfect everything. You know, I'm, I'd like to perfect this stuff up so it can uh, look live up to what, you know, you might have thought it to be or whatever. But, uh, yeah, but like I said, the buzz, man, it, it was, I didn't even think it would be where it is now. But that, that's all I got. I mean, I, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible, man. But it just goes to show you, man, I just tell, try to tell people, man, don't give up, man. Don't throw no yeah. time in, man. Because my situation, I mean, I've seen people far, you know, I, I guess more, not even uh, more severe as the situation I've been in, just trying to throw the towel in, man, because it's, it's so much light at the end of that tunnel. I, and that's why I like to, I don't like to say I like to show people because it's like, I, I, it's like, you I'm know, you can, you. you can tell a person, yeah, you can tell a person to read this scripture, read this Bible verse, but when they see you living it, it's, they be, okay, now nah, I get it. I get it now. You know, I see Jeremiah 29, 11, you know what I'm saying? I see uh, James chapter one, verse two through four, you know, they, they can kind of mm. understand it. They can, uh, bring you know, it to be bring more the scriptures connected. to life. You know I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's what I, and that's what I do, man. But I, man, anything I do, I, man, God is just controlling my whole life. I, I, every, every morning, every night I go to sleep. I just say, God guide me just even before, you know, I had the course I prayed before this interview, because man, if you didn't know, man, it's the first interview I gave since the situation, man. Wow. And I'm thankful to be able to be giving it with you, man. We made history, Jay. Well, yeah, man, bro, because, man. Uh, I had I had, a, I had a few of them scheduled, but, you know, this pandemic stopped it and everything. Then I was like, you know what? I'm wow. going to wait till the time is right. Till the time is right, you know. It, it Thank just, you, man. It just happened so natural. Yeah, that, you, so natural, man. that's crazy. Like, yeah, look, man. I, I thank God, <laughs> man. I, I'm honored, you know, that you would share your story here, man. And and it's look, I could tell you this. It's going to bless people. I already know that because this audience is they are like all about inspiration. What I appreciate about the listeners to my show is like, bro, I can't believe that people listen this much to pure godly inspiration. Like it's no gossip. We don't talk about nothing negative and people listening in, in 20 something countries. And I mean, it's just yeah, amazing, great. man. So I thank you hey, for you that. You about to blow up, man. You about to blow up, man. man. Cause you doing God's work, man. And that's what, you know, what, what is that? Uh, Colossians 3.23, man. Do everything as you're doing it for the glory of God and not Amen. for man. And I know what you're doing, Jay. You're doing it for the glory of God. And when you're All doing day. it, man, things always fall into place. And that's, that's why I inspired to get the food truck was to more so put me in a position to help out others, man. 
Help that's, out others. Yeah, it's going to generate some income, but that's not. And I'm trying to be able to support. Like, even I was giving out uh, free samples, man, you know, at the beginning of stage. Man, people was trying. I'm not accepting no money right now. You know, that's when my cameras <laughs> came up. I just wanted to give out because I love to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love to help people. I love to help people. That's what my life is. It's led to now, man. I'm living for my family for the, you know, just to be able to, I ask God to use me, man. Especially That's legacy. Especially through this testimony, through this situation. God, just use me up. Use me up. I was on a prayer line. My prayer line earlier today uh, was on there at noon. I, 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 you know, as I pray, I say, God, just use us all on this line, man. That's what it's about. Just letting God use you. And that way your life don't be so overwhelming and you don't know, you know, and everybody ain't got no purpose. It's like once you find that purpose, just live up to it and just just let God do the rest. Because if your heart where it needs to be, or everything will always fall into place, man. That's I why I have it. no struggle. I have, I, no, I'm not frustrated at all. You know, a lot of people look at my situation like, man, how can you be so calm? If you only knew the things that God has done for me and the people around me, you would have a better understanding as to my daily lifestyle, as to my levels, as to how I just go about life. And uh, I, I'm thankful, man, just the life I'm living now and the person I am, the man I am, the father I am, the son I am, the businessman. I'm going to just ask God to just continue to improve me, man, because we always can, you know, use any type of improvement. You know, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but uh, all the things I have done in the past, I, I try to make a better example and just make, make you know, double up how many wrongs I did. It's the, the rights I do nowadays, man, because, uh, you know, we all come from, you know, different backgrounds and different, you know, areas where we you know, I'm not saying I was some big drug or nothing like that, but just like I just try to live a better straight lifestyle just, to, you know, for my kids yeah. and for the young men walking behind me, man. But that's what it's about. It's about putting together, you know, and that's another thing I thought is so when I'm trying to put together different situations or scenarios to where these young men, Jay, we help, man. That's that's what I'm concerned about, man. But, uh, you and me both, but, man, I'm, I'm, Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just thankful for the opportunity, Jay. Well, you my guy, man. We're going to do more and more great things with each other after this, you know, right now and in the future, man. No so, doubt. Like I said, I'm, 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 I'm 100% thankful for this opportunity. It made my day, it made my week, it made my year, man. This, man. this is what it's about. Thank this God, what it's bro. About, though, man. Just, yeah, man, just getting used, man. Asking God to use us up, use us up, man. Well, but I ask him to use me more, man. You know, it's... And God well, is good, man. I, God, you know what? No. I'm so hyped right now, Jay Will. I'm with you. I'm so hyped, baby. Yes, sir, man. God yeah. is good, man. Listen, I'm, this... I'm thankful for... Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. This the thing, bro. Oh, like yeah. you this that's why I appreciate you. And that's why I even wanted to interview you is because, you know, your the energy, um, the excitement that you have, the passion that you have for the Lord and the way that God is blessing you, man. It's contagious, bro. And I, I just want to pray before yes, we sir. get out of here, man, real quick. Uh, Lord yes, God, sir. we come before you thanking and praising you uh, for Curtis and everything, Lord, that you've been doing in his life. First of all, thank you for healing, Lord God. Thank you for deliverance, Lord. Thank you for changing his life and continuing to change his life, Lord. I'm praying that even, even though you have blessed him so much, God, that there is still some more mind-blowing blessings, miracles, and deliverance that you have left for him, Lord. Like this, I'm just praying, Lord, that that you will show him that like even everything that already happened ain't even nothing compared to what you're going to do in his life. Continue yeah. to strengthen him, Lord God. His story, his life, his testimony is going to bless so many of your people. Give him the strength to endure, Lord God. Give him, Lord, the patience, Lord God, to endure. And give him, Lord, let him continue 
Lord, as he talked about praying, even before this interview, praying before buying a food truck, fasting, yes, I pray, Lord God, that he doesn't lose that passion, that you just keep yes. it going, and that anyone who comes in contact with him, Lord God, that you just begin to show the fruit, and even the people connected to him will start being blessed, Lord God, and that he'll see the fruit of everything, all the passion, all the positivity, all the prayers, Lord, bless his family, his mom, his Anyone connected to him, Lord God, let them yeah. start coming even closer to you. And we honor you and just thank you for him. I thank you so much, Lord, for being connected to him. And these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 My God, I appreciate you so much, Jay Will, man. Thank you, Kurt. Definitely. Look, man, I, I'll be in touch with you, bro, um, throughout the week. Yes, sir. Um, and let, let's just stay in touch, period, man. You can hit me up whenever you need, bro. I got you, I got um, you, definitely I got keep you. me posted with this food truck and stuff in any way I can support. Yeah. When something starts going on sale, I want to be able to buy it. So I'm expecting you to shoot me a text or something um, so I can yeah, get sure. to wherever, wherever the truck is at to purchase. But I love you, man. Have an amazing night, bro. God bless you, dude. God bless God's man. people, right, thank dude. you so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoy what you heard, please do stop over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to the show. You can just even Google Inspire God's People and enjoy every show all the way back to our first episode. And please do not forget to tell a friend. We love you. Inspire God's People. If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.